0: And, and Kyle Lowry, man, you just fleece these guys. How much are they paying you again? Like, <laughs> one for Bro. six, three points. And that's just like you don't even bat an eye because it doesn't surprise you. Ugh. Tyler, I've been waiting for a long time to hold on to this. And we are back. Back again for another episode of the Hoop Plug. Yes, sir. And as
1: always, on this illustrious Tuesday, you'll be getting this on a Wednesday. Rockin' with you, It's your boy, Feross in the building. And I got with me my main master, Thai.
0: Yes, sir. I gotta start out this podcast, another episode, by giving a shout-out to a former guest, Jordan Krizostom of Virginia Tech. He appeared on the podcast about a month and a half ago. He's competing in the doubles NCAA tournament right now this day <laughs> so wishing him luck in the tourney as that gets underway yeah big shouts
1: out to you cuz you know what i'm saying shouts out with throwing the sound effects <laughs> yeah. but yeah shouts out jordan man and thanks again for being on the pod we appreciate you bro good luck in the tournament
0: word and we got to jump into this right because we know western conference finals eastern conference finals we're almost at a crescendo about to get to the nba finals but We got to stop in the city of brotherly love because they embarrassed themselves, right? City of Philadelphia, you're hitting all-time low. And I'm not talking (laughs) about getting bounced out of the second round. I'm talking about the lamest move I've seen in a long time. You know, for us, people get on on our generation a lot. They say millennials this, millennials that, second-place trophies. You know, they put that on us. But really... (laughs) It's our parents that's doing that, okay? And that <laughs> lameness was just exhibited for everyone to see because the council, city of Philadelphia, named Joel Embiid MVP. And not the one that Jokic got, the most valuable Philadelphian. Man. I can't make this up.
1: That's that's as corny as it gets, man. Man. Uh... And I don't think Joel wanted that. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> so. that's, that's the sad part about it, right? Is that Philly, like we know Philly to do, make everything about them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, at the end of the day, whether I agree with it or not, Jokic was the league MVP. And you give this man, Joel Embiid, some sorry-ass award after he gets bounced out of the playoffs, finishes basically second fiddle in two major awards or two major things important to him. Philly really wanted to reward him, they would have kept Jimmy Butler.
0: <laughs> Facts. You and, know. like, I don't really know the big names in Philadelphia, but he's not even the most valuable Philadelphian. If he was, maybe he would have got y'all to the conference finals. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like.
1: At least. Shoot. <laughs> Damn. I mean, listen, shouts out to the Celtics, bro, because they knocked down the Bucks, and that's why I expected to be running through these playoffs. So, they could have done that. The Sixers, I mean, they could have knocked off the Heat. But, you know, no shouts out to James Harden because I was basically gassing this man up all season, waiting for him to go off. Never happened. Folded in the clutch. Went from the beard to Ben Simmons in less than 10 games.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, me and Feras, like, we, we got we to gotta do a little piece on James Harden and, and the decline because it's been a fast one. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that if you're a Philly hater. We got you. Yeah,
1: between the trades and the fat suits. But, yeah, sorry, continue.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on to the Western Conference because we got some very meaningful games taking place in both Dallas and Golden State. But the main one right now, the one that's happening or happened by the time you're listening to this, is game four in Dallas. Luka fighting for their lives. Clay, one win away from going to his sixth straight NBA finals. Man, Luca's magical run was up. You about to make fun of me trying to figure out how many fingers? No, no, oh, no. Why, why Clay? <laughs> why not the rest of the squad? Is it because he's it, been injured? Clay got hurt. Yeah, Clay got hurt okay, in the okay, in the finals okay, yeah. against Toronto and hadn't played again until okay. this season. He don't miss. Silly question.
1: Oh, you're not wrong though. You're not wrong. <laughs> how could I? How could I question Clay's greatness, man? Shouts out to his dog too. But sorry, bro. I'm gonna let you finish. Go ahead.
0: Wait, I got a spicy take on Clay actually. Actually, it's not even that spicy. But, yo, Clay is. Um, obviously we know he missed two years. He's back now. I don't think he's been that good this postseason. But the the one thing about Clay, him and him, him and Steph are st- still leading the playoffs in three pointers made, even if it's not with a great percentage. And we know Clay's not playing the defense he once was. But the one thing about Clay is, when the lights get brightest, he's gonna turn it up. Like we saw it in Game Six. I think once we get to the finals, I'm, I, I'm putting Golden State in the finals. That's not a shocker. They're up 3-0. No one's lost. Yeah. I think he's going to have a couple games. Of like, yo, man, Clay is back. <laughs> it's going to happen because it's just, that's what Klay is, man. When he gets going, it's when the lights are the brightest.
1: 100%, man. 100%. And, uh Although I was quick to agree with you in the sense of he's not there, I'm also quick to agree with you with, with your stance, man. Clay is just one of those guys that he can, he's a firecracker. He can go off any second. You know what I mean? He hasn't been his most consistent, especially in these last playoff games. He had, like you said, game six, which we know that's where Clay loves to show up, right? But with that being said, I don't expect this trend to stay up same thing with Steph Steph has been going off as of late but honestly he, he's continued it again from the beginning to the end of the playoffs and obviously we're not at the end quite yet he hasn't been his most consistent um as the playoffs have gone along like in this round we've seen he has been pretty dominant for the most part but in those earlier rounds ve- very good matchup for him but uh, uh Jordan Poole Draymond a lot of these other guys even Clay at times were really carrying the load for for the Golden State Warriors at times. So, um, based off this series and the way that it's going off, I expect Steph to basically show up for the rest of the playoffs and the finals, you know, regardless of who they play. And like you said, and I agree with you, we all expect them to be there. So, uh, yeah, that's how I feel about Klay. Also kind of brought Steph in it, because how can you talk about one brother without the other?
0: Oh, of course. And speaking of showing up, man, we got Luka in an elimination game. (laughs) What are you thinking? I, I'm I'm going to say 45. I'm, I'm I'm saying 45 points tonight. Only exception being injury or a blowout. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think Luke is going to bring it. I think he's going to give us 38, a 38-point 38 triple-double. Because, you know what I'm saying, he's got to do it on every end for this team to win, right? Um, I see my boy Jalen Brunson coming out with a light 25 piece. It's going to be easy to him. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm playing Uh, But no, I I honestly see the Mavs stealing this game. It's at home. Not to say they're going to make a major comeback in this series, but Luka is one of those guys. He's a pride guy. He's a a competitive guy. Like, he's thinking like how I think guys like LeBron and Kobe think at the beginning of their careers. How is this going to impact my legacy, right? He don't want to be talking about getting swept in no conference finals at any point in his career, you know? So... Um, I think he's going to come out he's going to show out. Wouldn't be surprised if he scores more than that. But expect Luka to to get a triple-double tonight. And I won't be surprised if they steal the win. They don't have momentum, but it's their last game at home. And this is the farthest this Mavericks team has gotten in a long time. And with a roster like this, man, you got to feel good about it. So I think they'll steal this game, go back to Golden State, and bow out in five.
0: Oof. I I like it. Um, I I agree with you. I I really don't think Golden State... Even though you would think they should, you would think Steve Kerr is like, "Let's end it now. we got old team, we need everyone to get their rest. I, I really just don't see them coming out with the, with like the necessary attention and detail needed to, to win a close to close out a team on their home court. Um, but regardless of that happening in game four, I think we both agree that this magical run for luca is is about done and and now that it's nearing its end, I have a new comp for you. All right, we we talked about it. A lot of people have talked about it, comparing Luka in this run at 23 to LeBron in 07, right? But I got another comp for you. 23-year-old superstar that led his team to the finals, not named LeBron, Kevin Durant. Super offensive force, did it with OKC. Yes, he had Russell Westbrook, which is a lot more than Jalen Brunson. But we're talking about, at that point, just supremely offensive talented guys in luca and KD. KD wasn't nearly as engaged as he became in golden state and luca we know about him on defense but how do you feel about that comparison
1: Uh, i think it's beautiful that you mentioned it man it's a little talked about comp but it's it's very important right because kevin durant from the time he stepped into this league he's looked like a grown man even though very skinny you know what i mean so we forget that he was very ripe at 23 when he came in and made it all the way to the finals with that young OKC team. And you go back through the roster, right? It's star-studded, however, not at that time, right? This is early in a lot of those guys' careers. You know, we're talking about um, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Serge Ibaka, if you want to throw him in there. Kendrick Perkins was the starting center. Like, not to say that, you know what I'm saying, he is an all-star, right? But Big Perk had just won a championship with the Celtics not too long before that. He was a respected center in the league, right? Um, and you go, you, know, you go down the list, you have guys who, who did their part to get them there. And they did, it wasn't 4-2, I believe it was 4-1, but they, was it 4-2 that they lost to LeBron and them in the, in the uh, finals? In the finals?
0: I think it was 4-1. I believe it was a yeah, gentleman's sweep.
1: Gentleman's sweep. So my point to say all that is to say this. At a ripe 23 where he's the leader, basically the oldest guy on the team for the most part, right? Makes it all the way to the finals, and they actually win a game. They don't just get swept, you know? And and let's be honest, right? If there's someone to get swept by, it's Braun. You know, LeBron got swept by the Spurs. Okay, it was the Spurs. But KD played the Heatles, right? And he didn't get swept. So very, very important comparison that you made. KD is the man. Luka's going on a similar run, but the interesting part, the interesting part about it is Luca can do a lot more than KD can. On the that sounds weird coming out of my mouth, but he can. He can impact the game not just in terms of scoring, but in playmaking as well.
0: That's true, and I I think that's why people uttered that LeBron name first. But I think we gotta tamper that down because um, while Luca may may and there's a slim chance it's, i'm going to say it's very slim get there at one point uh i think it's a little premature for us to 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 evoke that so um yep another angle here props to golden state man when clay went down when kd left they didn't just sit on their butts like they didn't just wait around they drafted young guys and they developed them and now all of those young guys every single one of them that they've kept has been a huge help for them this year, as they yep. make it to another finals. So the Jordan Pools, the Kevon Looney's, even though he's a ten-year vet, he still got developed. Kuminga, who looks like in three years he's gonna be their new Draymond Green, <laughs> like it's 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 something San Antonio-ish going on in Golden State.
1: Yeah, um, you said it. And again, right, we can't forget Steve Kerr, at the end of the day, right, he might not have been the best basketball player during his playing careers, but won championships with Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson and won uh, championships with Tim Duncan and uh, Greg Popovich, right? Those are two of the greatest dynasties in history, right? So a couple of things are going to rub off on you. And both of those coaches, again, the triangle is a little bit more, it's not star oriented per se but it is more star oriented than greg popovich's style of play but again both very offensive minded ball movement styles of play where it's not about one guy to get their own but everyone will get theirs at the end of the ga- at the end of the game so you said it man we're talking about six finals in the last 9 years right or about to be six finals in the last 9 years so that's something to be proud of for sure you know
0: yeah and and Dallas should be re- taking notes right now they should be learning a lesson from how golden state has built a team because they looked at Steph Curry. Excuse me. They looked at Steph Curry and said, okay, this is what he's good at. This is what he's bad at. He is a small guard, a frail guard, and he's not a great defender. So we're not going to get not one single person that is not a good defender. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they stuck to it. Dallas has not gone that route. They got Bertans. They got an undersized number two in Brunson. They got they got other guys that just aren't really good sh- defenders. Um, so yeah. I think that's a model Dallas should really try to employ because um, Luca's not going to become a great defender. Yeah. That's that's just not realistic to ask or expect from him. Like he does a lot. He is a hub, a freight train, uh, everything that you could ever want in an offensive player. And that is enough if you make it.
1: Yeah, Um, you're 100% right, man. But uh, the one thing about this Dallas roster, right, is without like a superstar or somewhat perennial all-star as the number two option in Dallas, they're going to need to beef up that front court. That front court is weak, man. You mentioned it. Not only are they not defensive players in that front court, it's not very good. You know what I mean? And on top of that, they're undersized, right? And honestly, it's kind of a shame that they're relying – 30 and 40 minutes from guys like Dorian Finney Smith, and I can't even think of this cat's name right now. I'll get back to it, but we'll continue. <laughs> Dorian, no, nah, Reggie Bullock is what I was thinking of. Oh, 44 yeah, minutes in game two. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he uh, he looked a lot like a Nick last night. And um one with <laughs> <0 of> 10. <laughs> is it 0 of 7? Something like that. Whatever. Well, he had 21 points
1: that night, but. Oh, game okay. Two. Yeah.
0: It was, it's game three I'm talking about with the O of 10. And man, it, w- it wasn't pretty. It wasn't yeah. Pretty.
1: They got his ass out of there. Yeah. It wasn't pretty. 40 minutes, four rebounds, four assists, zero points. Wow. Yeah, man. We'll say all that to say this Dallas Mavericks squad that Luka needs some help for sure.
0: For yeah. Sure. Facts. All right. shifting down to the next series in the Eastern Conference. We got Miami Heat versus Boston. And it's a 2-2 series at the time we're recording this. But I got to say, after watching game four in Brooklyn, oh, Boston, absolutely demolished the Miami Heat. I got to say, if Miami wins this series, it's because Boston choked. Jason (laughs) or Jalen got hurt or they choked. That's the only way Miami Heat should win this series. Like, Boston is clearly the better team. They clearly have the better players. And... If Miami wasn't the one seed giving them the easiest route to this point, I don't think they'd still be playing basketball games. You're
1: 100% right because if the roles were reversed and the Heat played the Milwaukee Bucks, <laughs> it'd be a completely different conversation that we're having right now. You know what I mean? So
0: Yeah, I mean, like just look at the the quarter by quarter numbers. Out of 16 quarters played right now, Boston has won or tied 13 of the 16. Man, and isn't that crazy that it's only taken the Heat
1: three quarters to win two games and in this series be tied off? That's yeah, something I you got to think also about tells as you well. How
0: bad they've been in those three quarters, but <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I Boston should not lose this series. All yeah, they no. Do, I, sorry, yeah.
1: bro. Go ahead, finish that point.
0: I was gonna say all they have to do is like bring it defensively and not be a horrific from three, and, and they're gonna win basketball games.
1: No, I mean, bro, you, you said it. You hit the nail on the head, right? Um, barring a, a, an injury from one of their two major stars, or them absolutely just choking, right? Um, it's so their series to lose. The Heat, again, based on their regular season record, has gone to where they've gotten based on their uh matchups. It's been, like you said, the easiest road so far. Uh, dude, it's the Celtics to lose, man. It's definitely theirs to win. So let's see what they do.
0: Yeah, and the only reason, uh, I didn't annihilate Miami when this series started is because I still had a sliver of hope that Bam Adebayo could be the Bam from the bubble. And he's showed us now, this is not a small sample size anymore, that he is not, not capable of being the second scorer at least this year. Yeah. Um, 13 points, I think it is, he's averaging this year. It's something like that. It's, it's just not good enough like he's not he's not aggressive the one game he's played well is when robert williams was hurt like it's it's grant williams and now horford you should be able to do something with that but yeah no
1: you said it um and again
0: not to say that it's this heat
1: culture but it is the heat culture right um, we love it during the regular season because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who's getting that 25, 20-point 20 ball game, right? At the end of the day, they're getting Ws and they're racking them up with the quickness, right? But come playoff time, you need your stars to be in rhythm. You need your stars to be in motion. Like someone like Jimmy Butler, we'd never expect him to score six points in a game that can put them up 3-1 on the way to the freaking finals, right? Six points. Um, a bunch of guys uh, perform very poorly. Like, it's not something that you'd expect from this squad, but... I mean, hey, we've seen a lot of surprises uh, this year so
0: far, you know? Speaking of surprises and poor performances, we got to give a shout to my boy Struess, who put up the Tony Snell stat line with the zeros across the board. Yo, 15 minutes. My man started the basketball game and finished with zeros. Now, to his credit, zeros did include the turnovers, but that is still awful. Like, he only played 15 minutes as a starter because you were putting up zeros. Like, <laughs> you <laughs> played great. so bad
1: they took your ass out the game and did not put you back in. They're like, uh, I'm having a change of heart right
0: now. <laughs> yeah, Pat Riley was yanking his ass from the press box.
1: Seriously, dude. Gave a bunch of minutes to Gabe Vincent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They gave everybody minutes after that.
0: Um, And, and Kyle Lowry, man. You just fleece these guys. How much are they paying you again? Like, <laughs> one for bro. six, three points. And that's just like you don't even bat an eye because it doesn't surprise you. Ugh. Tyler, I've been waiting
1: for a long time to hold on to this like trade idea. And although we're not talking about this at all, and we're very far away from any trades going down, right? Um, I've been thinking about this for a long time, bro. The perfect move, and it would benefit both of these What's franchises – They both get paid the same amount. They both play the same position in the opposite roles. They both thrive. I'm thinking Kyle Lowry for Russell Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that would be definitely a great move for the Heat. I think the Lakers at least benefit. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. You might want to throw. interesting. You know what I'm saying? You might want to throw a pick in with Kyle Lowry. I don't know, just because of Russell's name. I don't even know if you can even, if you even need to justify it that way. You
0: know? I don't think you do. Wow. Well, Russell still makes more than Kyle Lowry because Russell's contract is like forty eight million is something like <laughs> it just makes <laughs> yeah, you laugh yeah. when you see the number. But <laughs> I actually Facts. like that trade a lot. Isn't bro, isn't it heat? Bro, isn't yeah, like bro the, I guess the only question would be is is does Russell Westbrook qualify for heat cult as heat culture or good heat culture? Like we know yeah, he has man. the passion, the intensity. But is it overboard? I don't know. Dog. Yeah, man. You know what I'm <laughs>
1: saying? The reason why I say that is, right, the heats, whatever, body fat percent rule, right? Russ fits in there. You know That's what I'm true. saying? All of them dressed like fairies. Now I'm playing. But <laughs> now I'm playing. But uh, now, nah, dude, honestly, I think that would be a great, a great basketball move. You know what I'm saying? Both cities are very similar. The weather is great. You know? neither guy has to really give up and i think honestly would it would be the thing to completely change this back end of russell westbrook's career and re redo his image man because i think he's getting paid it painted unfairly man and it's gonna have a mark on his legacy you know
0: yeah man the russell westbrook slander was at a all-time high this year and he's always been criticized like going back to that run we talked about where kd made it at 23 to the finals like Skip Bayless was calling him out his name then. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Russell Westbrook's been in the heat, um, and it's I don't know. It's it's interesting. I, I it feels like he's over the hill. I think most would agree on that. But you never know. You get him in the right culture, the right system, with some coaches that believe in him. I don't see why he couldn't turn it back around.
1: Yeah, I think uh, he has a lot to contribute, and maybe, again, not even as the first option. But I don't think as the fourth option either. I think he can be a solid yeah. second or third option on a team. Just the fit wasn't right. I mean, LeBron yeah. and Russell Westbrook, the they're basically... When you get
0: Russell that back, that far back in a role, it's just his game doesn't lend to that, right? If he, if you take the aggression out of a player that plays like a Sonic the Hedgehog, like it's just, <laughs> it's like telling Sonic the Hedgehog not to run like like what do you want him to do then <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's not
1: no other options like
0: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: but we got far off topic with that being said though man um we all think that this Miami Boston series is surprisingly much closer than it should be um the best team I think will win which is the Boston Celtics but we just got to see you can never count the Miami Heat down They have a great coach, going to be a Hall of Fame coach in Eric Spoelstra, championship DNA. So let's see what he could do, man. And at the end of the day, Jimmy Butler is a killer. I expect this Boston Celtics team to to put it away in six. But, you know, let's not count the heat out just yet.
0: Yeah. um, They still have the option of someone getting crazy hot. And those two options, three options, because I don't think Victor Oladipo is going to have enough minutes to do it, but my three options are Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, and still I regret saying it, but Bam Adebayo. If Bam can figure out a way to turn back the clock, just find some aggression, and I think he's more than capable of doing it. Tyler Hero, he just has to go nuts. Like he he's got a deep bag, and he can yeah. he just has to get busy. Duncan Robinson just has to like knock down shots. Boston's not going to sleep on him, but he can still get a yeah. shot off. He's six nine, six eight. Yeah, bro. And
1: again, let's not sleep on Depot. Right, they gave him thirty minutes last game. He was the best player on the court for the Heat by far. The only person in double digits, definitely the only person with twenty points. Oh no, sorry, there were two couple, a couple other guys, Duncan Robinson and Caleb Martin. But still, uh, we can't. You you mentioned all those guys. They have the potential to go off. Let's just see what they're uh, able to do with the the opportunity that they're given. You know.
0: Yeah, and. I guess like Victor, he only got those minutes because it was such a blowout. But you got it, like Streus is giving you nothing. He's throwing up Tony Snell's. Like I know they're just starting <laughs> him. S- S- yeah, <laughs> they're starting him it. and not playing him that much. But I don't know. I, I would consider starting Oladipo.
1: So me and Ty, we were talking about it a little bit before the show started, right? And I don't know if you guys heard, but there's some big news coming up in the off season, right? And this is not about a player, you know what I'm saying? It's not about a specific off-season drama, you know? But it's regarding, like, a big move and some expansion in the NBA, man. Ty, you want to touch on it for us, bro?
0: Yeah, now I'm going to qualify, but just saying it's rumors right now. But I really think these have some legs to it, okay? For the first time since 2004, the NBA is considering expansion teams. Yes, it was the Raptors and Grizzlies in 95, and the rumor is Seattle and Las Vegas will be your next NBA cities after their media right deals expire in 2024. <laughs> 32 teams. How does that sound? Honestly, has a nice
1: little ring to it. You know what I'm saying? Let's not go crazy here, but I think 33 out on a team back to New Jersey and let's cap it off. It's beautiful. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, man. Shoot, I'm if not- you-
0: I'm here for it, too.
1: You know, if you want to go crazy at another conference, the east, the west, and the middle, you know? (laughs) 11 teams in each, (laughs) you know? Uh, Nah, man, I'm playing, but MB would be cool. NBA, Adam
0: Silver's got a lot of ideas. You know, he he won't give up on this midseason tournament. Uh, He did put in the play-in tournament, which which is nice. I think we've all liked that. But two teams is something I think everyone would get behind. Like, if you just look at the talent in the G League, you say, okay, there's enough. You look at the talent overseas. Some of our favorite college players never make it to the NBA. Um, and, and that tells you that we are at an all-time high. I mean, it, the, the product on the court tells you that too, but we are at an all-time high in talent. So, so that they are considering this and that it looks like it could really happen, I think is a phenomenal idea. And that they're doing Seattle, who's been missing the Sonics for a long time now, It would create one of those, another Charlotte Hornets situation, right, where it was like they had the Bobcats, then their team left, and now the Hornets aren't the old Hornets. It gets a little confusing, but I don't know. I think it'd still be cool nonetheless.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you 100%. And yeah, that situation gets me every time. So it was basically the Charlotte Bobcats became the Charlotte Hornets after the New Orleans Hornets became the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm -hmm. But... uh. Yeah, man, no, I'm, I'm here for it, bro, and and you said it, the talent definitely justifies the expansion, there are guys itching right now, there are big name guys in the G League right now, there are big name guys who are in the back of rosters, at the end of benches, you know what I'm saying, where they're not really getting a chance to shine, bro, obviously, you know, a lot of these G Leaguers are, G Leaguers are gonna get a chance, but basically, you know, uh, an expansion draft would happen, and a lot of these guys on the back end of these rosters are gonna get their chance to shine on a team, for real, You know, and there's gonna be some losing and some bruises and some beating up on the (laughs) way, but hey, that's what the game of basketball is all for, you know?
0: Facts. And it's not like there aren't teams tanking to try to be as bad as they are right now. And and usually when they do put in a new team, right? Like Frost was mentioning you claim guys, right? So every team has to claim, let's say, eight of their twelve active roster members, and then the rest are thrown in a player pool where teams get the drafts. Obviously the new teams get the best picks. But they also usually institute things where for the next three years they're gonna get a top five draft pick guaranteed. Um and man, I would just love to see like I think of so many guys. Miles Powell is sticking in my brain right now. He had a crazy run for Seton Hall. He was just bouncing around with the Knicks G League. He played a couple games when everyone got covid for the Sixers. Like he's a bucket. I know he'd be a problem. Um people like who is it on the Knicks that was <laughs> Something with the... No, Alonzo Trier. I'm sorry. I know I'm talking Yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Alonzo Trier, Trier is yeah. another guy. Like, yo, come back. Come get against a buckets in the NBA again, man. Like, yeah. I don't know. It'd just be good to see.
1: I started laughing because there was a trend you were going on there. There's a whole heap of Knicks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, man. Ty God, is man. really... He's ride or die whether he realizes it God. or not, man. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm a knickerbocker through and through, man. Don't play with it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Man, that, you saw that draft lottery. I was like, oh. I was like, maybe they'll give us payback. We had the worst record in the Zion draft, and we got the three pick. Maybe you know, yeah. there's this new system where anyone could get the first pick. <laughs> nah, y'all getting an eleven. Yeah,
1: bro, that's just that's just mean. That is just not nice <laughs> at all, man. The Knicks, man, they definitely need to be in that top five spot, you know.
0: Damn shame. Yep, yep. all right that's gonna do it another episode of the hoop plug in the books ross any final thoughts nah man just like always guys really appreciate y'all rocking with
1: us you know what i'm saying don't forget to follow us on all our social medias instagram hoop underscore plug underscore Who plug on youtube Who plug on facebook everywhere you go it's Who plug baby put some flavor in your ear.